Laura, are you ready for an adventure? Yes, Leo, let's go! I'm gonna go full steam, I'm gonna chase my dreams. I feel so alive, I'm gonna live a big life. Big life. The Big Life Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. We create engaging resources to help kids develop a growth mindset so they can face life's challenges with confidence. Come check out our journals, printable kits, and posters at BigLifeJournal.com. Sharp right, easy left, then make a pit stop at BigLifeJournal.com. Click shop and check out our daily journal. It's jam-packed with amazing ways to discover your persistence, resilience, and awesomeness. Ready, set, go! Ladies and gentlemen, locusts and camels, welcome to the Sahara Desert, where we're about to take part in the greatest racing event in Africa! Rally racers from all over the world will compete against each other in a bid to be crowned Champion of the Desert! The competition is fierce, with infamous names like the Sub-Saharan Scorpion, Smiling Croaky, the Horned Desert Viper, the Spiny-Tailed Lizard, and those are just the spectators. And now, we have just one question left to ask you. Are you ready to rally? Wait a minute. Why is there no one else here? Oh, I forgot to mention. This race is so fast that everyone starts in stages so that no one crashes into each other. So we're racing alone? Then why did we do all that crowd work? To get us pumped. And I think the lizards appreciated it too. Well, I think I'm just about ready to get going. What about your riding gear? This is my riding gear. Sunglasses to keep the sand out of my eyes. Earplugs to keep the sand out of my ears. And I tuck my pants into my socks to keep the sand out of my toes. What about your helmet? Ah, yes. Good thinking. To keep the sand out of my hair. And water. Check. <coughs> sand off my face. Excellent. Let's get ready to rumble. Engine sounding good. Do you want to be the co-driver or the driver driver? Hmm. Which does which? The driver driver drives. The co-driver reads out the course route at lightning fast speed. And makes sure we don't crash. I'll do that part. Suits me. I've been practicing my desert wheelies. Here's the road book. Whoa! That's a lot of road book. It's pretty straightforward. You just have to shout it out in time for the turns. We can do this. Ready? Ready. Three, two, one, go! Uh, drive fast. Sharp right, medium right, tiny right. Now fast again. Downhill. Ah! Uh, triple caution. What? Where? There's a dip in the sand. Go around. Phew. Now, uh, stay center. Uphill. Watch out for that bird. What bird? That's my sock. Quick, grab it. You should have pulled them over your pants. Noted. Okay, now long, 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 fast, 
Medium left long. Medium left. Medium left. Very medium left. Do you mean sharp left? Yes. Okay, pit stop. We need to refuel. Where do you see a fuel pump? In my hands. Here, have a homemade peanut cluster hunger buster. Thanks. That's the most delicious energy bar I've ever had. How did you make them? I borrowed a tagine from the Toreg Nomadic Tribe. It's a ceramic pot they use to bake things. Excellent idea, Leo. Refuel completed. Ready to go? Triple ready. This sand is way easier to drive on. We must be near water. I wonder if we'll spot an oasis. What exactly is an oasis? It's a beautiful green spot that pops up out of nowhere and grows around a pool of water in the middle of the desert. Whoa. I hope we don't find one of those. Why? Because if we do, we'll have to take a three-hour swimming break. I know what you mean. I've been dreaming of the beach since we got here. It must be this beach sand. It gets everywhere. Hey, who's that? Is she part of the race? Must be. I can't believe we've been passed. We can't know for sure. Maybe she just started before us and took a wrong turn. Huh, I guess so. Look, a camel! Don't tell me he's passing us too. <gasps> I recognize that smile. We've seen that camel before, Zara. Have we gone backwards? I think we've gone forwards and backwards. I guess we went in a circle. Our GPS tracker says that we went in two circles. We did a figure eight. Wait, that's not a good thing in the desert, is it? Hmm, maybe the other drivers got lost too. Wait, look ahead of us. We haven't seen that before, so we can't have gone in a circle. I can't see anything. What do you see? It looks like paradise. There's a huge lake, palm trees, and a water slide. Uh, it's probably a mirage. That's weird. Why would anyone have a wedding in the middle of the desert? Not a marriage, a mirage. It's when you think you could see something far away on the desert horizon, but it's just the heat rising off the sand. Oh, I've heard of those. I think I saw another one earlier. I must have imagined a whole crowd of people. Really? Yeah, they were gathered round, clapping and handing out water and orange wedges. What makes you think it was a mirage? Because no one would choose to cut oranges in the desert. Imagine how sticky your hands would get. Leo, I don't think you imagined that. I think that was one of the race's actual pit stops. Oh, fiddlesticks. I think I could remember how to get back there if you want to find it. All right, navigator at the ready. To the wheelhouse. Okay, backwards. Back, 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 reverse left, and a hard straight. Woo, we're on our way. I can see the crowd up ahead. Hi there, we'll take two freshly squeezed orange juices no straws. Uh, Leo, I think they just have a bucket of orange wedges. Oh, great. Thank you. <gasps> Leo, look, there's a leaderboard. Ooh, does it say what place we're in? 4,697. Oh, Woo! Why are you celebrating that? Because this is our first rally race. We're doing so well. We haven't crashed, we haven't popped a tire, 
And we've still got most of our socks. Sara, a camel passed us. The only people we're beating are those guys doing it on stilts. And I still say they should be disqualified. That was definitely a mirage. And anyway, who cares? We've never done a rally race before. We're making so much progress already. But races are about winning and being better than everyone else. Or maybe races are about doing your best and celebrating your own progress. And I know a person who can inspire us to do just that. Who's that? The African chess champion that played her way to the top by focusing on her own progress, no matter what. Fiona Mutesi grew up in Kampala, the biggest, busiest city in Uganda. In Fiona's neighborhood, everybody knows each other. It's the kind of place where if you get in trouble at school, your mom will already know about it before you get home. Even though village life can be tough, everyone in Kampala always looks out for one another. Sadly, when Fiona was very young, her dad died. This meant that instead of going to school, Fiona and her siblings had to do chores around the house and sell hot maize in the market to help their mom earn money. One day, Fiona's brother told her that he had discovered a place where they could play games and get free food. The next day, Fiona went there with her brother, and that's where she discovered chess. Fiona had never even heard of chess before. Maybe because there is no word for chess in the Ganda language. But once she learned the rules and began to play, she was hooked. There are 32 pieces on a chessboard, 16 for each player. The aim of the game is to use your pieces to capture your opponent's pieces. At tournaments, the game is played at high speed with a ticking clock to mark each player's time. To learn chess, a player must make a lot of mistakes and lose a lot of games. The more Fiona practiced, the better she became. Within six months, Fiona's chess coach, Robert, noticed that she was already beating kids who had been playing for two years. One of Fiona's favorite things about chess is that there are so many different ways to play it. Each player's style and technique is unique to them, and that's what makes each game so exciting. Some people like to use an attack strategy and lose a lot of pieces quickly, while others focus on defense and wait patiently for their opponent to make mistakes. Coach Robert described Fiona's style as aggressive because she plays with determination and a clear strategy no matter what her opponent does. Fiona's hard work improved her chess game so quickly that Coach Robert decided that it was time to enter a tournament. Fiona and her team would represent Uganda at the Chess Olympiad in Russia. Fiona was nervous about the idea, but she knew that if she continued to practice, she could eventually become a grandmaster of chess. So she decided to go for it. 
Russia was unlike anywhere Fiona had ever been before. The weather was icy cold, and the streets were lined with tall, white buildings. It was nothing like the crowded streets of the village where she had grown up. In Russia, Fiona got her first chance to see snow falling and feel the cool snowflakes landing on her cheeks. Even though it was completely different to the warm sun of Uganda, it was also beautiful in its own way. On the first day of the tournament, Fiona stepped into the game hall to find thousands of chess players from hundreds of countries. She felt scared. Each player looked different, sounded different, and as she soon discovered, played differently to her. She began to wonder how much training have they had? How long have they been playing chess? What if they play chess better than me? Fiona's mind was flooded with thoughts. But then she remembered something Coach Robert had taught her. You have to focus on your own game plan, not what anybody else is doing. So that's what Fiona did. She stuck with her own strategy and decided that she would aim to win at least five games. Fiona didn't win any trophies at the tournament in Russia, but she did win five games against some of the best chess players in the world. She was improving. She was playing better than she had ever played before. And now that she had experienced a really big tournament, she had learned how to perform better under pressure. The next tournament Fiona entered was the biggest in Uganda. And guess what? She won! She received a gold trophy and a cash prize. Fiona used the money to build a new house for her mom. This was Fiona's greatest achievement. It meant more than becoming a grandmaster ever could. Because for Fiona, taking care of her family was the most important thing. Chess has helped Fiona to commit to her goals and not to worry about what other people are doing. It makes her really happy to see kids playing their first games of chess because she knows that they are starting their own chess journey and achieving their own goals. Fiona is now at university in the United States and she has big dreams for her future. Whatever she decides to do, she will never forget Kampala. Her hometown will always remind her that we should compare ourselves to ourselves and that our achievements don't make us any better or worse than anyone on the planet. And we all deserve a chance to play our favorite games. Fiona has an awesome attitude to life. When you're learning a new skill, it makes sense to just focus on your own progress and not be worried about what everyone else is doing. Totally. I'm glad that Fiona got to achieve her personal best and that she was even able to take care of her mom. It must have been really hard when she first started playing chess because you have to lose practically every game. Kind of like the start of this desert rally. 
We didn't really know what we were doing because we've never done this before. But we have improved because we figured out how to turn around and get back on track eventually. Thanks to your navigation. And your desert wheelies. Woo! Whoa! Zara, do that again, but an even bigger one. Like this? Oh, did you see that? It's a real oasis! Leo, are you sure this isn't another mirage? No, I'm sure this time. Over the next dune, there's a huge lake. It must be ten seconds away. I bet I can do it in five. Forward! <laughs> Definitely not a mirage. <sighs> nope, but... It looks like there's a perfect racing track going all the way around the oasis. Maybe we could do some laps around it to practice our rally racing skills. If we time each lap, we'll be able to track our time and find out if we're improving. That's exactly how the rally drivers do it. Let's do it. But first, let's get out of this lake. Whew, great job. Want to be the driver driver this time? Yes, please. Buckle up, Zara. It's time to take our personal best to the next level. Forget the rest. Prepare for Zara and Leo to attempt their personal best. Engines a go. Socks missing. Sand everywhere. It's a round lake. Easy left. Easy left. Easy left. Easy left, easy left, easy left, easy left. Hey, Big Life Kids. We love reading your reviews for the show. And I have been particularly enjoying the Spot the Difference challenges. If you enjoy this podcast, you can support us by sharing it with your friends and family and writing a great review if you haven't already. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Over and out. Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. Go to BigLifeJournal.com and use promo code BigLifeKids to get your growth mindset journal with a 15% discount. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. See you in the next episode. Big